Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, Bend It Like Beckham. But first, finally, finally Bend It Like Beckham. But first, Jane, you had a story related to someone you knew in high school. Yes. Okay, so last night I went to this bar. It's called Pet Shop in Jersey City. It's very hip. People have tattoos. And <laughs> I liked it, and I especially liked it last night, but when I went the first time... I saw someone, in fact, three people that I went to high school with, and the face that the girl made when she saw me was one of, like, abject horror. Oh, and, like, no! We we were friends, and, like, we're friendly, and I like her, but I think she was just, like, truly so shocked to see me in that situation. Like, she didn't know I lived in the state. We hadn't seen each other in years. That her face was just horrified. Um, <laughs> but it all worked out. We hugged. It was great. But it, but it was funny. Did you say anything in the moment seeing her face of horror? No. I, well, I mean, I told the people I was with, I was like, oh, my God, she's she's feeling she's feeling things. Um, Might have been like, yeah, I'm we alive. Went, <laughs> but then we went and hugged. But it was it was honestly very normal. And like it was a good adult adult interaction. OK. I mean, what was this person's vibe in high school, like in the high school hierarchy of things? medium she i knew her through through church stuff yes church stuff (laughs) choir stuff yeah okay who was better at singing me okay cool that's i don't i don't know (laughs) we've never done like a we've never done like a sing-off but maybe i'll maybe i'll set that up (laughs) um i feel like that well first of all i would come and watch it um the (laughs) sing-off I would maybe host it. I would be the MC. That would be really exciting to me. Um, I think that I am someone that you can, like, read my emotions on my face pretty easily. And so, like, that would happen to me, like, being the person with a look of horror on Mm -hmm. their face. But um, I'm more in danger, I feel, of, like, I I feel like I'm always in danger of, like, saying shit about people behind their back. And then, like, I turn around and, like, they're there. Mm Because, like, it has happened to me a couple times in my life with, like, people I knew from, like, I don't know. I also I I feel like New York. You you weirdly bump into people. Like I've bumped into my high school ex like in New York. What um, did you like, tell me about this? This was like this was like years ago. I like knew I knew he lived there, but I didn't live there yet. I was just like visiting and out to like dinner with my cousins and my brother, and like literally just like bumped literally just oh. walked into him walking down the street. It's like very scary. <laughs> I had a situation in D.C. where. I had just moved out of an, of an apartment and like the landlords were not happy with us and they like charged us money and it was like really bad and I went to brunch with a bunch of people I didn't know and we were seated right next to both of my landlords. Oh, and someone at the brunch was friends with my ex-boyfriend. So it was like a doozy double doozy doozy doozy. Do you feel like you bump into like family friends now that you live in New Jersey again? Like people I don't that have like family friends. Oh, <laughs> my family doesn't have friends, so that's not really a problem. I guess I mean like people that like you knew that your parents knew, but they're not really like your friends. Okay, I'm just describing what family friends. 
yeah. My mom has a lot of friends because she's a librarian, but like I'm not involved. Like once she, <sighs> once when I was maybe like 21, she had she had lunch with like a 16 year old in a non creepy way, and I like wasn't invited. Like she had the 16 year old girl over because they were friends because she's a librarian and like helped. Oh yeah, her to that's school. definitely happened to me. My mom was like. We had this young couple over that's your age because they, like, asked us for advice and we, like, gave them <laughs> advice and I was like, oh, okay, sorry we didn't do that. <laughs> um, I asked because today's guest is also someone that I, like, I feel like I grew up knowing as, like, a family friend and is now oh. now friend, <laughs> but was, like, that was original um, way of us knowing each other. Do you want to introduce our guest, Jane? I do. Isabel Yap writes stories about girls and monsters. Her debut story collection, Never Have I Ever, was published in 2021 by Small Beer Press. Is it beer? It is beer. Yes. Wow. Okay. Is Sorry. And beer? has been a finalist for the Locust Crawford World Fantasy and British Fantasy Awards. Hello, Yay, Isa. Hi, Isa. Hello. <laughs> Why is it Small Beer Press? I'm just curious. I think it's it's actually a term for something. Like, uh... The one of the publishers is um, Irish, and so oh. I, it might be a reference to something. Yeah. Okay. He lives want, in the states now. I want a big beer. Yeah. yeah. Or or a small bear. Either oh. one. To cuddle. <laughs> Isa, thank you so much for coming back on the pod. Since it is your second time on the pod, um, the question we like to ask uh, second time guests is. When you were a teen, what type of teen did you feel like you wanted to be? Oh, what type of teen did I want to be? <laughs> <laughs> she has like sparkly eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have this memory. This is when I was like 13. So seventh grade in the Philippines. I had this memory of writing in my diary like, I want to be like this girl in my class because she's so pretty and she's like so smart and she's a good leader and she can dance and she can sing. Like she had all the qualities. Yeah, those are all the qualities. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every quality. Yeah. She's like a smart girl, but also a popular girl. But then, so I felt that strongly in seventh grade and I, I felt it strongly enough to like write it in my diary. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. But then I feel like in high school, I, I probably said it last time, I was like a nerd writer girl and also like nerd in the sense that I was like an anime and video game girl. Yes. And I was like fine with that. Like I stopped wanting to be, like I liked my friend group the most, I guess. So then I was like, okay with our place in the school. Like yeah, we, yeah. Were not, we were not outcasts by any means. But we were also like nerdy, so you yeah. Know. And because you're friends with the best, so like it doesn't matter anymore. So your answer is that you wanted to be you. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I mean, wait. sometimes. I mean. Right. I have questions about this um, girl with all the qualities. Um, first of all, how were you aware that she could sing and dance? Like, how how did people at school know that? Yeah, so singing, it was like if you were chosen to sing like the responsorial psalm oh, as like the church, soloist. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For like school events. Dancing, yeah. it was like we had to learn a lot of cultural dances. I don't okay. know if you had that in your school, but it was like then the teacher would choose like some girls to do like 
the pot on your head dance or the tinikling because they're like the graceful girls. Yeah, you, you, again, um, you'd be the soloist. Yeah, exactly. But the so. teacher would just like choose. Like, there's no like audition. Like, there's no competition. No, the teacher's just like you. I see you can move your arms nicely, and it was That's like so interesting. A, a lot of former you can ballerinas move your arms are... nicely. <laughs> you know, I can't. <laughs> was she a former ballerina? No. I don't think so. She was just like she that. Just, yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. if I were that teacher, okay, I, at first I was like, that's unfair. They should just like make it a process. And then I was like, no, actually it would be really fun to like be the person to pick out <laughs> the main character girl. <laughs> this reminds me of, of an experience I had when I was in Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Mm-hmm. I was just like a chorus member, but I was selected out of everybody to be... Half of the camel, half of the dancing camel. <laughs> so I got to don the back half of a camel outfit, and there was another girl in the front, and we did a dance. And oh, actually, actually, the girl who saw me in Pet Shop and was horrified, <gasps> um, one performance we did, I fell. <laughs> and I said, <gasps> shit. And she, she like talked to me about that and thought it was really funny. And she was like, I heard you say shit. And it was oh my really god! Funny. I thought you were gonna say the girl you saw was the front half of the camel. I was. I that would have so been too. really fun. That, that would have been, been. Yeah, you should have lied. Um, Jane, <laughs> did you have to like, if you were the butt of the camel, did you have to shake your butt? I don't think so. We, That's not so, what the dance was. So I wasn't. Okay. So I just to clarify, like we were both humps. Like the neither of us was a head or a butt. The head and the butt oh. were attached to us. We were just a hump each. And we mostly did like movements with our legs, like kicking. <laughs> <laughs> so the 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 teacher was like, "You, you could be a hump." I honestly don't know why they picked me. It might have been just purely like a height thing, and like I wasn't I wasn't doing anything else because no, I didn't no, audition. No, no, you were so. special. You were special. Oh, thank you. Um, the yeah. Jew, pick the Jew, put her in the camel costume. <laughs> Did you sing as the camel or would you remove the camel and then join the chorus? Exactly. I didn't sing anything special. It was just like you, you, we like crept away, did the camel dance, came back. We're just a normal chorus member for the rest of the show. I feel like that, I feel like there must have been some special quality that she was like, you can memorize what you're supposed to do and do it on time. Like you will now be part of this like fun element on the stage that the audience will like. Anyway. Um, all this is to say, I don't think I ever had an experience like that, but I did know people like you're describing Issa that like seem to have all the qualities. And then I do feel like eventually, I feel like, like you were saying when, when people are like 13, 14, people are like, wow, they're so cool. Like they're so sparkly. They have all the qualities. And then eventually, like, as we like grew older, it was like, oh, and, like, let's see, like, what happens to them relationship-wise and, like, who gets a boyfriend and, like, who does what. Like, that was, like, very much, like, the arc at our school. Mm-hmm. Why are you laughing, Jane? <laughs> I feel like there's the element, the unsaid element is, like, oh, I want to see them fail. Like, they were so sparkly <laughs> when they were 13, but I'm going to get a boyfriend faster than them. And and then, like, in 20 years, it's going to be, like, oh, they're divorced or, like, whatever. <laughs> no comment we all feel this way sometimes but but a lot of the people i'm thinking of were also like the athletes actually speaking of this movie um Mm -hmm. a lot of people who were popular at my all-girls school in the philippines were 
um, people all knew each other through being on the soccer team. Um, and as like a fun tie in to like feeling unfair in this movie, like my school, when, when I was in maybe like middle school or early high school, they like axed the soccer team. They just like decided not to have soccer at the school anymore. It was an all girls school. So it was like only a girls soccer team. Oh. And all these girls were like so good. So yeah. they still played mm-hmm. locally, but like no longer attached to the school. But it was like really unfair. Like, yeah. you know, no one like talked to us about why. Um, and like, yeah, it was, it was sad. Like, I mean, that they sucks. thankfully kept on playing, but um, yeah. Huh. What um what were soccer girls like at your schools if you had them? <laughs> I was gonna say, like you were saying the most popular girls were the athletic girls, and I'm having a distinct memory of like um the hottest athletic girls were the cheerleaders and the soccer girls. Mm, yeah. And the soccer girls, like I guess maybe they would play matches in boys' schools. And so oh, wow. I remember there was one girl who like all the boys from other different boys schools knew and she was like the hot soccer girl yeah hell yeah um and she was very nice like you know we had a small class i think the same with this you gotta be when you're you're on top like that you gotta be kind to all the peasants below you (laughs) she was kind of she was like unassuming kind of like not like a flirty girl like she was not part of the flirty girls group so (laughs) It was an interesting um, thing. The cheerleaders, like, knew their charms a bit better, I feel. The soccer girls were just, like, fresh and healthy. <laughs> Neutrogena commercial. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, feel yeah. like I know what you're talking about. Same exact thing. I think that the soccer girls were definitely hot and popular, and they almost had a little bit something over the cheerleaders in my school. Like, plenty of the cheerleaders were popular, but there was also a segment of them that were in the group that kind of wanted to be popular, which is mm. the most which is the most awful thing you could possibly portray. Um, whereas the soccer girls were just kind of like effortless and cool and like knew how to talk to boys and, and were gorgeous and just they had it all. And have hand eye coordination or I guess foot eye. <laughs> <laughs> um Isa, what was your relationship with this movie? Did you watch this movie when you knew soccer girls at your high school or no no it was my first time watching it <gasps> oh my god yeah oh my god. and it was under fun circumstances so last month i went on a trip with some writer friends to Asheville in north carolina Ooh, yeah yeah and it was a non-writing writer's retreat where all of us were like none of us are gonna write a word we're just gonna lays about and watch a lot of movies so we watched like yeah eight movies over three days and I told them I have to watch this one (laughs) like this is my input and then you know we can like we did a bracket for the other movies pretty pretty serious business Uh um and this was the best movie of the bunch as like a film (laughs) wow that's we watched had, a lot of weird movies so had a lot of people already seen it no only one person we were five only one person had seen it so it was like a new experience for so many of us i imagine you like someone like sneaks into a room to like get on our laptop and like the others like come in and like grab it and like smash it on the ground like <laughs> no writing <laughs> i have a few questions one is this like a mixed gender group yes Okay, I'll be interested to hear, like, some boy opinions if you, like, got them while you were watching it. 
And then two, mm. um, what was the worst movie of the eight that you watched? Mm. Ooh. It's a lot. Worst is, I'll tell you guys what we watched. Okay. We yeah. watched, weirdly, Atlantis, the animated movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, we watched The Baba Duke <laughs> interview, <laughs> interview with a Vampire. Which was like bizarre. already vibes are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Clueless. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Wait, you think and, Clueless is not as good? Sorry, sorry. Go on, go on. Or go she on. didn't yeah, like yeah. it as much. Yeah. Wow. Then there's then we watched this. Um, we also watched Jennifer's Body. Hell okay. yeah. And then the last thing we watched was the butterfly effect. Oh, that's brutal. Oh my god, that's really difficult to watch last <laughs> of that lineup. It was like sh- a shocker. Like, I was oh like, my oh, god. what is happening? Yes, the butterfly effect is like, I feel like a lot of people watch it in high school and their like world is like, uh, like rocked by it. Yeah. <laughs> and the only one I had seen was Atlantis. I had not You'd seen- You'd never seen Clueless? Oh my I had God. never seen Clueless. That's why. I, and that that night we were all tired. Um, so they were like, let's watch like a guaranteed to be fun movie. Okay. So then we watched we watched Clueless, which was also like really good. And having never experienced it, I was like yeah. fascinating teen, crazy. teen movie classic. I That made me realize I feel I think I missed a lot of like classic teen movies movies well i was gonna say like it also kind of just like depended what was on like hbo or something and like was sort of programmatically they were like let's like show this all the time in the philippines Mm. and i don't know Mm -hmm. if you had this experience but i felt like a one of the scary movie movies series was always on and i wish they would have had clueless Uh. (laughs) (laughs) yeah they definitely too many opportunities yeah like replayed movies yeah yeah um jane what's your relationship with this movie okay i'm at the point where i've seen this movie too many times Mm. um but i did want to tell a story about the last time i watched it (laughs) prior to the viewing for this podcast i really like the podcast who weekly and when the pandemic started who weekly which has a huge like facebook group um, created a specific Facebook group for movie watching where people okay. could like who were you know lonely and like had nothing to do would go on watch a movie at the same time and like comment as I've discussed previously I have a weird anonymous Facebook that I used oh, while yeah, part of this yeah. group um, so I was watching Bend It Like Beckham with the Who Weekly Facebook group using my anonymous Facebook posting a lot of really funny wise comments when I see an ex-friend who is also <gasps> watching the movie in the group and commenting. And I had this like insane moment of like, this is actually how the internet, like this is the real use of the internet, which is you are an anonymous creep watching someone you know, <laughs> like doing something and they don't know that you're there. And it was a very strange moment. Wow. Wait, but you told me before that you don't have any enemies. She's not an enemy, but... She's she's a she's a, she. I liked her more than Walter. I would say she's Walter's enemy. It's very okay. very 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 complicated, and I think she's struggling. You can but have I couple enemies. Well. Tbh. But the thing anyway. is, she's really not an enemy. She's sort of the kind of friend where, like, suddenly we were not friends, and gotcha. even though there are reasons, like, they were never 
spoken. You don't have to defend her. I'll still think of her as your enemy. Um, Issa, what was your relationship with Kira Knightley like growing up? Do you remember like when you first saw her or perceived her? I, it was either Pride and Prejudice or <gasps> Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh my god, um, I forgot and, about that. Yeah, my mom is obsessed with that adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. She like loves it and watches it constantly. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, her playing Elizabeth Swan was definitely like a moment. Like I've I've written Pirates of the Caribbean fanfic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it was about her like cross-dressing. So, you know. Yeah, I was like, character. was it about you and her falling in love? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do find her like very strikingly pretty, but. I don't know. She she's always had an interesting character to me. Something about her mouth. It's the teeth <laughs> acting. Mouth acting. It's the teeth acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's that British ah. teeth acting. Yeah. I I yes. feel like I also her teeth acting featured heavily in my first impression of her. No, I um I probably first discovered her um because of Love Actually because I used to like watch Love Actually a lot when I was like twelve. Oh. <laughs> I used to just like put the DVD on for fun <laughs> when it's not Christmas. <laughs> Wait, Isa, uh, sorry, Isa Francisco, when did you first watch? <laughs> oh, this movie? yeah, I forgot. Um, I watched this at a friend's house. Um, I also had the DVD in my house, but I didn't want to watch it because I was like, I don't like soccer. And like, if you look at the, if you look at the, um, if you just like look at the DVD cover, you're like, oh, this is like a sports movie, which is like, mm-hmm. not, you know. Um, same reason why I didn't watch Wimbledon, which is such a great movie. I was like, this is a sports movie. I don't want to watch it. Stu- stupid, stupid. Um, so I didn't watch it until like late high school, maybe. And I've only, this is only my like, maybe second, third time watching it. So, um, so it's like nice to not, it's nice to like pick up on things I didn't before. For example, um, that it was, I think I, I just like always had this in my mind as like a 90 minute movie. And it's actually like a very full, long, has many different vibes and takes us places mm-hmm. movie, which I did not know. <laughs> it was long. Where where did you first uh, remember her from, Jane? Jane I don't know. She feels like this 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 like like god who's always been there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who like when you first learn about her, you're like, oh, yeah, she's always been part of my life. Um, I don't know. She, to me, she's just like the ultimate, like not the ultimate, but she is one of the like celebrity actors who I actually don't know a lot about her personal life, but she's just this mm, professional good. actor. Um, I like her. I'm a bit, I'm a big fan. I actually, I feel like I didn't know that. So I knew that this was like sort of her first big lead ish role. And then Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean was like, what actually made her like super duper famous which i like didn't really i guess i like i thought it was love actually just because i watched love actually all the time um and you've you've told me that like she was a teenager in that which is like messed up Um, you told me that no you told me that no you told me that what no i literally i didn't know that until i talked to you about it okay i believe you (laughs) but that also means she was a like really young in Pirates of the Caribbean, which is interesting. Like being 
a teen on a boat. Okay, anyway, so she was she yes, she was eighteen in love when love actually. That's okay. That's really young. Um, I also want to talk about Parminder Nagra, who is the lead in this. Um, who uh is still working. She's like, I think she's in. She was in like a bunch of TV shows recently. Oh, she might be in like a Marvel thing now. Um, but she uh was like someone that you know uh was first cast in a bunch of like theater things and then caught the attention of this director Grinder Chadha who we've like talked about before because she directed um Angus Thongs and Perfect oh. Stallion. Um yeah, and she, you know, like she she wanted to do theater and like wanted to do acting, but like this was ba- like meeting Grinder Chadha was like big break and like something sweet that i like learned was that um the like burn scar on her leg is like something she really has and like the director wrote it into the film like acknowledge to acknowledge it and like wanted to go with it um which is like made me like very emotional to think about that is cool it also maybe explains why that part of the movie like (laughs) is unnecessary completely but i mean yeah that's cool yeah um yeah i've thought about that but yeah um no i i think she's great i like i now realize it in my mind she's like this age but i now realize she like now plays like moms she's like in her 40s now yeah she's in she's in like agents of shield um but um i think she's super gorgeous and like super good and i'm really happy that she's still working also because it would be really sad if it was like everyone remembered kira knightley but like yeah, and the I mean, guy that's is also sort of how working. it is, but yeah, I mean, I, she's still yeah, and like this guy also didn't really, he didn't really continue to act the the coach guy. He I didn't really he did. continue. He sorry, I meant he didn't really continue to act in like heartthrob roles. Mm. Like they decided mm-hmm. he wasn't hot. <laughs> like you know, you're so wrong. Yeah, I'm. I <laughs> like when you look at like his roles after this, it's just. I don't know a lot of like medieval y things, so like I guess that makes sense. I know the um, actor has struggled with some substance abuse issues and other oh, issues. I thought you were gonna say with not being perceived as hot. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's what caused the drinking. That's fair. Should we jump right in? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Jess is a British Indian teen living in London. She loves football, aka soccer, but her parents don't support her interest. She plays in the park with boys, including her best friend Tony, and talks to a picture of David Beckham. Her family is occupied with planning for Jess's sister, Pinky's, upcoming wedding. Meanwhile, Jules plays on a local women's amateur football team. Her mom wishes she would be more feminine and get a boyfriend. Jules sees Jess playing and invites her to try out. The coach, Joe, accepts her onto the team. At the first practice, Jess doesn't want to wear the shorts because of a scar on her thigh. Joe shows her his own scar from the injury which ended his football career. Jess's parents forbid her from playing, wanting her to learn how to cook instead. Jules convinces her to play behind their backs. That is so much. <laughs> I feel like I was like, that is the first block of text. And that's, that was so much of the movie already, too. But it's as you guys said, it's pretty long. Yeah, a lot happens. Like hearing it now, uh, it's making me think about, you know, the movie did do a good job of portraying a lot of the teen conflicts really well. Like we're introduced to Kira Knightley's character because she's bra shopping with her mom. Mm. And the mom is like, wear this one, it's cute. It'll make your flat chest bigger. And she's like, no, mom. So I like that. (laughs) No, um, no. with all the teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
I like that there was like the cultural drama, then there's just like also being a teenage girl drama, and then mm. there's like the sports drama. Um, mm. So yeah. Yeah, That's the bra shopping scene. <laughs> the, the characterization of the parents is so great, and the bra shopping scene is so funny. The mom says, all the girls are getting one, dot, 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 for their daughters, uh, which I think is funny, <laughs> and it made me laugh. And um, did you ever go bra shopping with your mom in this in this way? Yes. What was that like? Was it scary? <laughs> I mean, I feel like, don't you have to, like... I couldn't go bra shopping alone because I had no money as a child. So oh. <laughs> it was, I mean, there's like um, the bra lady in the store. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, there were stats yes. in the Philippines. Yeah, there's a and bra she's, lady. She's like, oh, what do you need? Let me measure you. And then she comes and like brings the bras. And so it's extra embarrassing because it's like your mom and the bra lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree with that. I did not enjoy I did not enjoy. <laughs> I remember I remember doing having that experience and it being like fine and then I remember going to going on vacation probably on the trip on a trip to the US probably in like California like v- visiting something and like my mom brought me into a Target and was like okay now we know we already know your bra size so like let's get like a bunch of bras at Target and I was like <laughs> And I was like, she was like, go, go look. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, go on this scavenger hunt for, like, a bunch of different bras. I also remember the distinct, like, why are there so many? Like, what's the difference? Like, I remember Mm. that feeling. How about you, Jane? I mostly remember going to Limited 2 with my mom and just getting, like, little training bras. But then I very much had the, like, late bra lady moment. And they capture it really well in an episode of Broad City. (laughs) And that was exactly my experience where the when you go get like a legit bra where they measure you, you walk home with just like the biggest, most like sturdy bra ever. And, like, <laughs> I, and it costs like $70 and like I never wore it. Um, so that was, yeah, mostly bra shopping was like an independent, a thing I had to like go through on my own, which was really I, oh, challenging. Yeah, there's a lot of pain in your expression right now. I um. I remember going to, I went to an Aerie, like an American Eagle yes. Aerie for the first time in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and their like bra lady experience is actually really like nice and I think they like try, they're trying to, they're trying to reclaim the bra lady experience. <laughs> they're trying to make it like fun and they like play pop music in like the changing rooms and I remember because like I was like trying on some and they were being super helpful and then um, in the changing room next to me it was like a teen and her mom um, wait how old were you this was like recently this was okay. like a couple years ago three years ago but i just needed some new bras and Lisa like gets her first bra <laughs> no i i i had some bras and that didn't fit me anymore and were yeah. like pinching me so i was like i i want to go see a bra lady about this <laughs> anyway um i also want to call attention to um jess's uh main outfit in the first part of this movie which is her adidas sleeveless hoodie oh and how much i loved it and like wished that i was athletic okay well here's where i reveal i spent the entire viewing of this movie (gasps) shopping on adidas (laughs) and after i finished viewing i did purchase (gasps) i did make a purchase because of this movie and i think it must have been sponsored by adidas because like all of the all like all of the soccer uniforms are adidas and like it was oh, so it just exciting. looks so cool. 
Yeah, it was exciting. I liked it. Um, I you like wear all... Adidas. You can like dress sporty, like I- Issa. Like no. this could be you. I don't know. Their their culture is not a costume. <laughs> 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 um, I also like when I'm thinking about that. I liked all the scenes like in the park and like how everyone just mm. seemed to like live near this park and like. Well, it, it was a little unrealistic because I'm like I've I've probably never run into someone I know accidentally at a park, but um, because I don't go outside, but um. <laughs> I like like seeing all the guys and like her sis her older sister and her friends like just sitting around like spying on her and yeah it was just it was just nice I was like oh it's nice to live in a neighborhood yeah that that is such a fantasy do you guys know the show that's sort of popular right now of the the little little Asian children who go on chores <laughs> oh yeah yes. yeah yeah I like, have I have seen a few episodes part of why that show is so fantastical is that. These people, and by people I mean children, like go to the grocery store and the laundromat and they like pass neighbors and like you're like, life could be like this. Um, <laughs> but, 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 but anyway, I did want to call out the soccer footage, which is pretty well shot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I also don't give a shit, but I was watching this movie with Walter and he was like, oh, it's so beautiful, like, watching them play soccer. Wow. Um, and he was like, maybe I could get into soccer, because soccer is very low on our sports, because it's European. To, so, like, um, watching it or playing All it. things about it. We hate soccer in this household. But he was like, maybe oh. I could get maybe I could get into soccer, because um, no, it was just so beautifully me. shot. No, yeah, I, I can't. Um, <laughs> I, um, actually, I, as you were saying that, I remember that Nate's reaction to watching this uh, movie was like, talking going on like a tangent about home ownership and how like it's the fantasy to like own a home near a park where you see all your friends that's the dream <laughs> that is the a dream cul-de-sac with a park nearby okay, and my, all the people my people question was friends. my question was do you remember the first time you were nervous about changing in front of people and like people were changing in front of you and like they weren't self-conscious you know what i mean mm-hmm. i remember that that lasted so long i don't <laughs> It, it lasted until, like, college. College was the first time. Was it for, like, PE? It was, like, the first time you remember that? Yeah, it was for PE. I mean, actually, it was more okay in high school, I think, because I grew up with all the other girls. But in college, I remember being really stressed about the changing room of, mm. for, like, for PE, as you said. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, because it's, mm-hmm. like, strangers. Yeah, I guess I feel the same about, like, going to, like, um I went like going to a new gym or like when I was in school like I, I went to like a local pool and like I was scared of the people there <laughs> like and it was a lot scary. of scary too yeah 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 pool locker room is really scary I feel <laughs> yeah when I was really young um I went to a summer camp every day for six summers <sighs> and I wouldn't change out of my swimsuit so I would wear my swimsuit all day then we would swim in the afternoon, and then I would just like put my clothing back on for the very short remainder Dude, of the day and have like a like, wet butt. Yeah, that's how you get a yeast infection. Yeah, right? absolutely. But I just like really was, <laughs> I was really opposed to changing for whatever reason so much so that okay. I didn't do it. I do think it's like this movie has a lot going on, and I think it's mm-hmm. overall great. But the whole changing thing, which is done really subtly, they kind of like show the women changing very comfortably and. Jess is like uncomfortable and hiding and then later she like gets comfortable and I guess it's supposed to be showing her just like development and like her confidence but it's also not also like fully not related to the main story exactly yeah 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 but I I guess I like it 
I think part of it is like the cultural thing too of like she you know her her parents like being pretty adamant mm-hmm. that she cover herself up mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. but then for her it's also this personal journey because like she has the burn scar okay t- t- we've gotten to the burn scar this is actually in this part first part of the movie like the i i would argue so like what happens if you don't remember this movie very well for the listeners what happens is like they discuss like her having a burn scar and like how she doesn't want to go out in shorts and play because of that which first of all i was like i can't believe you were like learning soccer and becoming like a soccer whiz in pants like that is (laughs) insane to me like that's that's unhinged but um then the coach is like i know he's he's basically like look look at mine and it's like a knee surgery scar from like having operations done to his knee and i'm like i would argue that that's like so different from like a gigantic burn on your upper thigh as a woman like that's just it's absurd that he says that he's like yeah me too mm, this is not the this is not the the last time he will claim to understand oh, no. Jess. but yeah oh no yes. it, it, it is it is it is a strange for a movie that like gets so much of of kind of the way that they handle like the cultural differences correct how they have the love interest relate to Jess like really doesn't work I mean I think he's like super hot and I understand why she's attracted to him but <laughs> yeah, yeah it's not like he offers some like transcendental like deeper understanding of her problems really or, or I think even the movie thought he was exactly but, like, it's bad like, <laughs> what he what he should be saying is is not like I get it it should be saying like wow that 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 sounds really difficult like thank you for sharing that with me like that's the more appropriate response i think the coach character is interesting because i i I remember laughing a little bit when he first appeared because it's like here's the hot coach um (laughs) and he's not you know it's like he's their coach but he's like hot ally much older than them yes hot hot ally (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like coaching this like group of teenage girls right uh and so it's just like it's interesting because he is an authority figure but also just a lad you know (laughs) with the girls (laughs) yeah it's confusing I, I think there's like some ambiguity with the ages too like so maybe he like didn't go to college and like try- I mean he did try to go pro for a bit and then so maybe he's like college age and then like I got confused because I I thought Keira Knightley was like already in college maybe and like this was like a local like adult woman's late but they're all like I mean some of the girls might just be like women that live there <laughs> I don't know True. yeah but um they're all like mm-hmm. in senior year or something um yeah the age gap I I honestly tried just to not. Th- think about because like he could be like 20 um yeah obviously the power dynamics is they they still exist and like there's a reason why he shouldn't be dating the players he coaches so i don't know it is kind of like i don't agree with it but i'm also like i want them to kiss sort of sort of on this note is that i didn't remember from like watching this in high school that like Parminder Nagra, like the person who plays Jess, is unreal pretty in this movie. She's and, like, so pretty. They also like she's supposed to be a tomboy, but she always is coming out in like perfectly groomed eyebrows, which is like really distracting <laughs> yes, to me. The eyebrows. I'm like, whoa, this is this is wild. Like from the first scene, I'm like, how did I not like catch that when I was a teen? Did I just like think people's eyebrows look like that? Yeah, I guess <laughs> they're beautiful. I, it is interesting because she does always have makeup on. But also, yes. at the same time, there is never, like, a makeover scene, which I appreciate. Like, yeah, I appreciate that. He, yeah, it's yeah. not mm-hmm. like he, like, it's not like he discovers that he likes her after she, like, 
puts on a cute outfit. So that's definitely right, a plus right. I just movie. like we as the viewer are supposed to buy that she's this like yeah she she's this like very um, tomboyish like never touched makeup girl mm-hmm. and like but also I would say that like in this in this year probably people were more into the like plucked eyebrows oh yeah so maybe that's like part of it they were like we need to groom <laughs> them <laughs> okay um should we move on yes jess and jules are seen together and it's reported to jess's parents that she was kissing an english boy although jess convinces them of the truth pinky then tattles about her playing on the soccer team joe begs jess's father to allow her to play but he says no that he doesn't want jess to deal with the racism he experienced when playing cricket with pinky pinky covering for her her name's pinky Ugh. Jess travels with a team. Yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Jess travels with a team to play a match (laughs) in Germany. They lose when Jess misses a penalty kick. That night, the team goes clubbing, and Jules catches Joe and Jess about to kiss. Jules is also into Joe and calls her a bitch. Things get worse when Jess's parents see a newspaper article about the match and learn she's still on the team. Back home, Jess goes to Jules' house to hash it out, but Jules's mother, confused by overhearing only parts of an argument, thinks they are hiding a lesbian relationship. This movie had some interesting queer subplot things that yeah. I, I got really scared, actually, when they started going in that direction, because I was like, I forget when this movie was made, yeah. but the attitudes now were not the attitudes then. But I was, like, actually pretty happy about how they handled it, you know? They... Like the mom of Jules is is like the character that um, I guess is a stand-in for like the what do you call that non PC audience maybe <laughs> horrified that her tomboy daughter right uh, turns out to be gay but then um, I thought the movie handled that aspect of it quite well and like makes you know makes the mom character seem wrong for thinking that way but not in like a super crushing way. Totally. Um, but they did they did play it like they played it through the lens of Jess's family then they played it through the lens of Jules's family and then Tony was gay which I was also not expecting yeah. and I was like good on you for liking David Beckham you know yeah it's really funny too that Jess's family just totally misses what she's trying to say and they're kind of like I don't get it like why was she like yelling like they're just like what was happening why people are crazy like that's like how they like uh engage with it what were you gonna say Jane no I I agree about the like queer stuff because obviously it would be it would be worse if everyone was just like yay Tony's gay like then we wouldn't have any actual (laughs) like exploration of like Indian culture and like the way they talk about that is really interesting and like he he's going to struggle as like a gay Indian in his situation like that's a realistic thing um but also to the point of jules's mom i totally agree in that she is obviously ignorant but she's not a cruel person like she's very misled and she's like holding on to certain ideas about like womanhood but she isn't trying to she's not she's just not mean and at the end we see her trying to learn about soccer which is actually extremely sweet um and obviously her reaction to you know jules maybe being gay is not not good but again it's pretty realistic so i thought that i thought it was really well done it's really i like feel like this part of the movie really dates it because like Mm. you couldn't make it now without maybe like feeling pressured to just have them be queer but it's also like Mm -hmm. you know in kira knightley's own right to 
Kira Knightley herself. No, um, in for that <laughs> character, like she also has the right to be like, no, actually, I like still am into men, and I just like don't want to buy a fun bra, like, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, like and sort of that aspect being what the movie is trying to get into, and like, yeah, I'm gonna be a soccer player and really into like doing this but like i'm still gonna have like a happy life and like want to eventually like have a family which was like kind of what her mom was like obsessing about Mm -hmm. um so Mm -hmm. it it really dates it for me and like is done well and i i agree i like love tony and um i really like the scene of how he like reveals it to her of like no i really like david beckham like i really like that (laughs) yeah i think that's like a great way to reveal that (laughs) i feel like this movie isn't doesn't feel that dated to me i don't know i'm no sorry i just meant like it's a it's a way to date the movie Mm. like it it like reveals when the movie like what the movie was trying to do for that time period kind Mm. of but it still holds up i will feel they were being smart what does date the movie for me is the club scene Oh my I God. feel like Kira Knightley's, <laughs> Knightley's shirt is so iconic. Like yes. watching that as a child, to me, that so influenced what I thought adults wore to be sexy. Um, what she's wearing is sort of like a shimmery necklace as a shirt, <laughs> yeah. um, and the dancing is so weird. And the like, club scene is so weird. I don't, I don't know yeah. because, from my understanding of the way filmmaking works, like typically. If you're, like, getting audio from a scene in a dance club, like, there isn't actually music playing, so people are kind of just, like, dancing to silence and... Yeah, I I, play something else, yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening. It just feels weird. And Keira Knightley is just, like, she's so skinny that, like, I don't know, her dancing is, like... I shouldn't. I shouldn't comment on women's bodies. The music, the music, or the music, the dancing is strange, too, for me, because... Uh, in this scene, almost like every other actor that's like an extra in the scene is like looking yeah. at them and like, hmm, what's going on? And like, people are almost mm-hmm. like looking in the camera. Like, it's very, it's very strange. It feels like a music video. And like, the coach is, <laughs> the coach is pretty down to like dance, but it's like a weird dance. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> it yeah i agree with you it, it seems like culturally it doesn't belong in our world anymore <laughs> that scene <laughs> uh i wrote are your boobs like juicy juicy mangoes or if not what fruit do you think embodies them <laughs> that line i really like that line actually was the juicy juicy mangoes the dressmaking lady yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> she um she also i feel like they also they they have a pretty good um they they show pretty well how like various older women in Jess's world just kind of like say comments that like are kind of hurtful mm. and like i think like very classic like to me like classic like immigrant family or like mm. more culturally conservative like culture you're coming from and like you kind of just have to like sit there and take it <laughs> like barbs about like your body and stuff I was thinking about this after the movie, and I was going to go with, like, small oranges. Small oranges. So, like, clementines. No, not that small. Like, just, like, your typical <laughs> orange, but not, like, not like huge. I, to me, citrus citrus is not very booby, but you know what I mean? Because it's... <laughs> no? 
I don't know what you mean. I was going to say, like, I feel They're like round. Yeah. mangoes and, like, peaches and, like, that type of... And, like, apples and, like, a fruit that has, like, a smooth exterior is usually what people, like, associate with boobs, maybe. Hmm. But maybe not. I feel like I, I won't judge. Cantaloupes is the ultimate. <laughs> okay, oh my Issa, God. yeah. What do, what do you think about this? I was going to say, like oranges they're just not very big but now i'm thinking about the citrusy comment (laughs) no you guys you guys can have oranges i also like like oranges more than the other fruits that i like just talked about um i had this argument at work actually if you could only have one fruit for the rest of your life like what would it be and like people got real heated because like a lot of people felt very strongly about apples. I thought you were talking about boob size at work. No, I would have no. to pick banana for fruit just because it's like the basis of so it's just much. So ubiquitous, yeah. That's what I said. Oh. It's like in in everything, and you can make things for everything. Yeah. Um, oh, it's gotta be mangoes. I'd be so yeah. sad if I couldn't eat mango anymore. Yeah, one of the things people talked about was like are you are we assuming the fruit is like great like year-round and like if so maybe it could be like a mango or like a strawberry that's like (laughs) yeah anyway um we can but i did want to quickly say i like the word slag and we should bring it back Mm. or bring it to america okay we can we can do it jess desperate asks tony out and he comes out to her after encouragement from joe jess continues to play soccer her father secretly attends one of her games he sees jess get called a racial slur by an opposing player and then catches joe hugging her the team qualifies for the finals but the match which will be attended by american talent scouts will be on the same day as pinky's wedding jess is heartbroken joe goes to see jess's house and tells her father about the scouts but he is not receptive to Jess's surprise, during the wedding, her father tells her to go to the game. With her help, the team wins. Both Jess and Jules are offered scholarships at Santa Clara University in California. My school. <laughs> I went to undergrad there, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a university. Wow. Do they, um, do they have this the same, um like, because... I don't know that movies could like say real schools, but like because they get <laughs> yeah. shirt they get shirts at the end, right? Like, is it is it real? Yeah, it looked like the logo, the colors. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, and I I am not a sporty. I was not a sporty undergrad, so I was not paying attention to like school athletics. But I know one of our famous alumni is like a U.S. women's soccer girl who is famous for like ripping her shirt open after scoring a goal. Mia uh, Hamm. No, Brandy uh. something brandy carlisle i don't brandy know carlisle that sounds is a singer a is a singer brandy which is, something which is great <laughs> that's awesome yeah our famous alumni is like the author of the cat runner and this soccer player lady who rips her shirt so wow um, it was like maybe that's why <laughs> okay kite runner kite runner huge in this time like when this movie came i read i read it that's a brutal book and i read the other one they wrote so brutal Brutal. yeah it's kind of wild that that book is so brutal and yet like everyone was supposed to read it like everyone was just like you should read it it's the best moms moms love that shit like white moms love to read about like brown people trauma Trauma. yeah 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 yeah. um okay (laughs) just to touch on the tony coming out scene he's uh Jess says, your mom thinks you're mad about me. And he says, I am. I just don't want to marry you. Which is so sweet that know, he loves it. like he loves her. Like they're they're best friends. Like I loved it. Oh, mm-hmm. it makes me he cares emotional. about her so much. And he like admires her and like feels inspired by her. Yeah, it, it makes me emotional. <laughs> Crying. 
I did want to say I was surprised by the Tony scene because I thought it was going to be a love triangle. Yeah. Like it was a teen movie and I fully expected it to be like best friend versus hot coach. And then they subverted it. So. I know they pulled it off pretty well too. Like you didn't see it coming. Yeah. Um, we come to the part of Jess, I'm Irish. Of course I understand what that feels like. <sighs> and I think I need to make this just like part of my everyday I'm Irish. Of course I understand. Like, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> but you should say I'm Jewish. I guess. But like Jews, but like as a Jew, I really do understand what she's going through. I do want to point out that. That's a joke. I, I do want to point out that at the end of um the Tony scene, he's like, yeah, I can't. He says something like, I can't blame you for like liking that coach. And he's like, he's quite fit. <laughs> yeah. I, you clearly, you clearly don't watch Love Island because fit is like now part of the parlance. Oh yeah, I don't. Because they're I always don't, talking about how fit people are and like how they you want to like have a chat. I was actually not attracted to the coach. What? But, like, I think I was as a teen. Yeah, he's just like. I also, I don't unfortunately, know. am attracted to like the power dynamics of it, which is yeah. problematic. Like, <laughs> it's like toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love it. Coach me. Like I'm. I'm <laughs> that's that's very appealing. Um. Jess's actor is so good in general, and I also noticed that she's really good at crying. Like when she's mm. crying, she is like mm. tear, like like rivers are flowing down her face in like a very realistic way. It's really impressive. I wrote this is a classic high school musical conundrum where she has to be in two places at once. Okay, I have a question. Um, have you ever had to clean like shoes you really love with your hands before? Because, like, you know how she has to, like, really, like, rub them and, like, I feel like that's, like, a part of being, I don't know, like, an athlete and having your, like, kit, as they say in this movie, like, taking good care of all your stuff and, like, cleaning it and, like, you know. I had to clean my shoes after paint- paintball once. It was really hard. Athletic. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. Yeah. What shoes did you wear to paintball in? I wore hiking shoes because I was like, eh, like these are tough shoes. Yeah. And it like wrecked the shoes. So if you ever go to paintball, That's don't to know. don't use shoes you wanna like keep. Jane, yeah. you played tennis. Didn't you have like beloved shoes for that? Actually, I have beloved shoes, period. I yeah. have like a little bit of uh anxiety about keeping shoes clean and unfortunately right now white shoes are really trendy so i bought like two pairs of white keds and i've like i've like i I got my white nikes and i just like freak out about keeping them white and then walter gifted me a pair of really nice lifting shoes and they're white and i like i freak out about it so i helped choose them um (laughs) i you should use mr clean magic erasers on white sneakers i i it can it can work It, it definitely can help yeah you you do have to do um, it like immediately leather Um, i mean the fabric as a horse girl i had like boots that i like cleaned and like used leather soap on and then like i still have the like soap and stuff and so like recently like a few days ago nate was like i think i found your like saddle soap and stuff and it was like (laughs) it was just like all shriveled up in the bottom of the container (laughs) and i was like oh sorry he's like no i just wet it and reused it on my leather shoes and i was like um he has a just million shoes. Order new ones from Amazon. You don't have to use like the thing I've had since like late high school. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was going to say in this part of the movie, I kind of wish we understood more of like what Jules like worries about. Um, because like mm. really Jules's arc is that she gets mad about the coach thing, like kind of the love triangle there. 
And then also she, there's, it's revealed like she, she wants to leave to go to the US, but we don't really understand like more about that and like why she really wants to leave. And like, does she want to be closer to her mom? Does she wish she was closer to her mom and like her mom understood her? Like, I don't know. Like, I kind of wish we got more of that actually. I feel like she wants to play soccer and they, they kind of make a point that you can't really do that in the UK as a woman. Yeah, which is interesting. I agree, though. I feel like part of her role in this part of the movie became um, showing it was definitely the like East versus West values thing, because uh, I actually thought the movie handled it really well, right? It's like, go to the game or go to your sister's wedding. East and- versus West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it, and then Kira Knightley goes to her house and is like, just skip the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Jess is like, this is my sister's wedding that yeah, already yeah, got yeah. called off once. Like, I'm not skipping my sister's wedding. And then yeah. Jules just like, doesn't understand, you know? Um, she's like, the yeah. scout is going to be there. And I was like, with my you know Filipino hat on I was like oh my god of course you can't miss your sister's wedding yeah like, it's unforgivable <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah and it's like I don't know it's really sweet too in this movie that they bring up the fact that like Jess doesn't like want to lie like she especially mm. in the in the first half of the movie there's like many situations where people are like just don't tell like just don't tell your parents and like she's like it's not really what I want to do and like I don't know like that's really how the movie handled that is like really sweet and like even in comparison to her sister who like her version of it is that she like sneaks around like hooking up with her fiance I guess (laughs) like is not supposed to be doing that but her sister's just like yeah I just like tell them where I'm going and then it turns out like the mom of course knows that her sister is doing that Mm -hmm. um yeah it's really smart about it I don't know it's really well done yeah I feel like they they're able to respect this culture because like the the there's the classic like immigrant thing of like parents sticking to traditions and children straying from it a little bit but not yeah. but they never mm-hmm. they're not like poo-pooing the traditions like exactly they yeah. care about their culture and their family a lot um and i think part of why it's so frustrating for jess is she's like well they're doing this like they're dressing like this but you appreciate it because that's like attractive to men whereas i like this thing and for whatever reason that's not acceptable because it doesn't fit like a womanly role yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was gonna ask if any of you have been caught like sneaking around or doing something you weren't supposed to i feel like jay and i maybe asked you this before i don't think so because this is like a big she just like keeps getting caught i don't <laughs> so i never cute. did anything cool so <laughs> did you have a curfew jane no but i never i never was yeah, threatening yeah. to break it i don't remember doing i don't remember doing something like that but I I remember like I have a feeling of fear just hearing you ask that <gasps> so I'm oh like, my gosh I, it was so maybe imprinted I something yeah exactly <laughs> and it was probably something really like really in- innocuous you know but I yeah. yeah I I don't know you know I don't have anything as dramatic as this movie but my my mom was really like worried about me like hanging out with guys like one-on-one and like even when I was dating she was like you know, you guys shouldn't, like, be at each other's houses unchaperoned or something, like, basically. Um, But I, like, got caught that I, like, I was, like, oh, I have to take the late bus home from school because, like, there's X, Y, Z, like, stuff to do. And it was just because we, like, went to his room and made out because nice. he lived near school. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can't remember, like, what's, what's, like, tricky is, like, I remember my mom being really pissed at me for lying, but I, like, can't remember how she found out. <laughs> 
Like, how would mm-hmm. she know? <laughs> well, it sounds like your mom has kind of um, like a gossip line. So there maybe like a parent saw something and she like mm. called another parent and they called another parent <laughs> and then they reached you. A parent snapped a photo of me entering the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really like, I think this is the scene where the mom is moving all the condiments around on the table to learn soccer. Yeah. And she like also ordered a bunch mm-hmm. of soccer magazines like to prove to herself that like, Jules's mom, to like prove to herself that like women's soccer players don't like, you know, like die alone because they're like sad or something. Like she's like, she is a woman. She is, she is two kids and like right. a house like. <laughs> i think i think it also shows that what she wants is for her daughter to be happy and she just yeah. doesn't in her mind part of being happy is like having a family and she just isn't she she's not there yet to accept that like some people don't want a family like but for her when she realizes you can play soccer and have a family she's like oh okay so even yeah. though that's not fully there it's not like full she's not like fully realized um she is making progress which is great commendable should we move to the end? Yes. Okay. Jess returns to the wedding. Jules's mother gives Jules a ride to the wedding as well, but then she accuses Jess of being a lesbian. Jules leaves with her mother and sets her straight. Jess is scared to tell her parents about the scholarship, so Tony lies and says he will marry Jess as long as she gets to go to any college she wants. Jess's parents happily accept, but she immediately confesses the truth. Her father stands up for her, saying she's brilliant and should fight for her dream. Jess runs to tell Joe, and they almost kiss. Jess stops them, saying it would be too much for her parents. On the day Jess leaves for America, Joe arrives to confess his love. They kiss, and Jess agrees to sort things out with her parents. They see David and Victoria Beckham, which Jules takes as a good sign. I have a question for you guys. (gasps) Have you been to an Indian wedding? Yes! I recently went to one. Um, I had to be in the Sangeet dance, which is like the night before or it could be like two nights before I think but it was incredible like the food was incredible I I like vaguely knew from like movies and stuff like this too that like Mm. the clothes are beautiful but like seeing some of those clothes like up close is like incredible like they're just made of like really beautiful fabric and my I like wore Mm. a langa and like mine of course was like from like a random website but like seeing what the like (laughs) real ones were like it's like, ugh, it, it was so gorgeous. It made me want to buy more of them, actually. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want one in that color. <laughs> how, about, how about you, Isa? I have not. Um, but I, right before this movie, had actually been um, on a different trip with a friend who is going to marry. Um, uh, we, we all went to, like, grad school together. She's going to marry one of our Sikh classmates. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the culture that she's going to marry into. Yeah. Um, my friend is is white. And so, and we were talking about cultural differences and stuff. So it, I, I, had, I had not expected that from the movie. And I thought it's interesting because it like brings up some of the traditions that you just have to get used to and know. Yeah. And there is like a, you know, um, white coach Indian girl romance in this movie right yes. I was also thinking about like the cultural differences and and the wedding was like you know gorgeous to behold it did look so fun like everyone was having a good time and so I like related to the dad when he was like you should just go because you're like really sad <laughs> compared to yeah. everyone else here mm. and something interesting about that too is like when I went to an Indian wedding like the parents were like on the dance floor with us until like late at night and so it's like Mm. even like the older relatives were all like hype to like Mm. party and like 
Because I was like, <laughs> I could imagine a scenario where this giant wedding happened and like her parents didn't even like notice that she was having a bad time because mm-hmm. there's just like so many people. I um, went to an Indian wedding in India <laughs> that we were not invited to. We whoa. just we just crashed. <laughs> and it was it was really <laughs> really rowdy and just like amazing and everyone was like dressed gorgeously um the the main there are two main things that i remember which is there was a little boy running around who had an extra finger on his hand and he was just putting his hand out and saying six um so that was happening and then also there was kind of like a a photo opportunity where the groom and the bride were just like sitting and, and anyone can just come up and like take photos. And in that culture, Mm -hmm. they sort of, they reference that in Ben to like Beckham, like they're not supposed to smile. So they just Mm -hmm. look, they look really sad. And a bunch of uh, Americans came up and like gathered around them and they took a photo. And so like, there is a photo somewhere in this world I, I pray that is on the mantelpiece of these people of like eight Americans just like gleaming with joy in like sweatshirts and just like random Indian clothing surrounding two miserable looking Indian newlyweds. Oh my God. Yeah, I think they do a good job of like showing little things like that. And we don't get a ton of like Pinky necessarily like having like a whole scene, but we do get to like she gets to act and like react to like all this stuff happening and you get to kind of get to know her a little bit and see what she cares about, which is kind of nice. Um, except mm-hmm. you don't like that her name is Pinky. I, I feel like maybe I'm being too harsh on the name Pinky. What do you guys think? Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's what I think. Cool. I've no- My mom has a good friend that's nicknamed Pinky. Maybe it's cute. Maybe it's not though. Okay. If you have a long name. Anyway. Do you think this is her first kiss? One thing I kind of noticed oh. is that like, and I really like is like there's never any discussion about nervousness about like kissing or romance. It, like she's very comfortable mm. with Joe, which makes me feel good. Like it's so much better that she is attracted to this person and feels comfortable with them and feels safe with them. So I really like it. But I was wondering if maybe it was her first kiss or like many young people, like she's she's done some kissing in her days just as a, you know, a young teen. Just strikes me as just kind of okay with herself mm-hmm. in some ways and so I was like and and they have spent a ton of time together right they had that like training montage earlier in the movie so she is comfortable with this person I did find that uh, I mean we could talk about it but I found it random that they had that scene and then they met again in the airport and Agreed. kissed anyway <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's just like okay interesting filmmaker I actually I kind of like hate that she ends up with him what like i actually going abroad this is my take i just i think it would have been perfect with the ending of like we really like each other but my parents like just learned to accept me playing football and like our relationship Mm. is like on the mend and like that's only reason like i really like you but like it's just not gonna yeah i don't want to like yeah maybe i'm maybe i'm choosing like the family maybe they should have kissed and then she should have said yeah, like I have this these feelings for you, but but first of all, I'm going to America. America. This is something I complain about a lot, so I should apply this complaint mm. here, which is like they're not going to be living in the same country. It's it's going to be very difficult for them to be together. Um, you know what could have been a good ending? Remember the end of um the half of it, Jane, where she's like, "Come and find me when you're yes. like back." Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I think that could have been like perfect. 
totally um, i i will say this. yeah there there's sort of this little plot about the coach where he he has these dreams of kind of being legit and part of that mm-hmm. is that he's gonna go coach a men's team and that hurts Jules and Jess's feelings because they, they're yeah. kind of like, oh, he cares about men's sports more, just like everyone else. And then at the end, he's like, I'm going to coach the women's team and they're going to be professional. And so that's yeah. supposed mm. to be this kind of reveal, I guess, that that like brings him hot a little bit. Uh, yeah, he's, he's more of a hot ally <laughs> in Jess's eyes. And so then he gets the kiss. Yeah. Hot allies get kisses. I'm, I'm thinking about... Um, your ending, Isa, and I'm like, would it be a teen movie? Like, yeah, that's true. Ha- that's true. You know, yeah, that's if, true. If she did not end up with hot, hot coach, I do think like so. I said that I hate that they end up together. I do think something that's really cute is like as the credits start to roll, it's like him hanging out with her dad playing cricket in yes. the park. I do think the only way he could probably get accepted by her family would be to befriend the dad via sports. And so, like, <laughs> I loved that detail. That um, sweet. Yeah, and, like, it ties into, like, the dad having experiences with, like, cricket, making mm. him feel, like, a lot of racism from his peers and stuff like that. And so, like, it's it, like, made me emotional. <laughs> I was like, yes, maybe the dad will like you now. I don't know. What do we think about them like nose nose nuzzling a lot? I wrote <laughs> that note. Starts nodding. I, I had that note. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's cute, but also like for a first kiss, I maybe wouldn't nose rub. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> because it's too intimate. I don't know. I just would be like wanting to kiss and not nose oh. rub. I don't know. <laughs> I found it um, interesting that they kissed right there with like very close to everyone else. And then, you know, I guess it was like, Oh, David Beckham's there. He's the distraction. But I was like, yeah. you guys are, they didn't know that you're yeah. not like away. <laughs> yeah, you're like right not, there. They don't even look to check. Like, yeah. Did your, um, did you guys, um, get taken to the airport by your parents when you left for anything like college or otherwise? Like, do you have this experience pre-9-11 of being able to, like, be at the gate with your parents? <laughs> no, not, not pre-9-11. Oh, yeah, so just at the front of I the airport. Remember. I remember getting picked up actually from being in India and my mom picking me up and crying. And that and that's Aww. not really like her. Like, that's not really her vibe. But I think she had been very concerned about me because I got very sick. Um, so Aww. she was just, like, happy that I was alive. One last thought I have about the ending sequence of the movie is the dad's speech. And I was like, Jess's big allies are the dad and Tony, Tony. you know? She has these, like, male supporters for her life. Yeah, he was going to sack He was like, let me be your beard. And I was like, that's so, well, reverse beard. It was, like, very, very touch, very touching on both his I part know. and the dad's part. I was, like, deeply moved. They convinced the mom. The mom is like final boss always, right? (laughs) And I love that like she immediately doesn't let Tony do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no wallowing. Because not maybe wallowing is the wrong word. There is like a lot of kind of back and forth in this movie. Like it's long and there's like a lot of like he goes to the dad and then she goes and then they tell and then there's more lying. And and I do think it ultimately works out. They probably could have cut it a little short but shorter yeah i agree there's something about the pacing that makes it feel long um but also like they they 
part of that is that they have this like fun music playing in a lot of the scenes and they really want to draw up these like neighborhood vibes of like being in this like immigrant community so like i like it and i also am like oh, this is kind of long yeah. <laughs> um okay should we go to the end yes all right we've come to the end we're each gonna answer three questions Issa, you can go first for each one um the first question is is this movie good or bad it's a good movie. I agree it feels a little bit long, but uh, I asked to watch a good movie yeah. <laughs> for this time, and it was really good. Like like I said, I mean, oh, you the didn't different like movies. Beastly? <laughs> I did not like Beastly. Jane? I agree. It's great. I think this movie is art. Like, I think they did, like, a really good job, like, making something that would feel... I mean, it's almost like when I watched it, I was like, oh, I forgot this almost felt a little like an indie movie. Like it just it just like has its mm. own vibe so specifically um, its own character. Um, Issa, did you like this movie? Yes, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I did. I did think if I if this movie was to be made now, I would want more of a queer potential subplot between yeah. Jules and Jess. I was like. I see the potential and they didn't go there. And I also like tomboys liking men. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I deeply enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I especially liked watching it while shopping for Adidas. And I think at this point, like, I can't. I can't just watch. I can't watch this movie again oh, anytime soon. Yeah. Like, I need I need some space. Yeah. I, I feel the same as you do, Issa, that, like, I feel like, well, for some people, some people will, like, watch this and be like, yeah, I love this movie. And, like, to me, like, this is a queer movie and, like, they should have just ended up together because they, like, love each other. And, and you know, it's it's so great. And I, I, I'm, like, scared that they're going to try to remake the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm always, like, afraid. I'm always afraid of it. <laughs> like, I'm afraid that they're going to make the Zoomer version of this and it will suck. Yeah. But, like. And they probably they're probably gonna they're probably going to with like maybe another sport or something where it's just gonna be like a similar plot line, but they um it will not be like as subtle and like, you know, kind of uh complex as this as they were able to do with this. Um, Isa, what type of teen is this movie for? Um I think it's for any teen, uh but and it's not a sports movie, as you learned yes. when you eventually watched it, right? Oh, yeah. Like, Can you talk about, like, the the guys who watched with you and, like, whether they liked it? Yeah, it was um, one of the one of the guys is gay. Like, that group is, like, pretty queer, too. And so yeah. it was, like, different vibes. But yeah. um, I, I thought they liked it. You know, I think it was, like, there was a lot going on with the cultural stuff that we were relating to. The two guys are also, yeah. you know, from non-white cultures. And so we were like, oh, this is like giving us a lot to chew on from, yeah. from the, yeah. that perspective. Yeah. Jane? I mean, soccer teens, is that like a boring answer? I don't even know if that's accurate. No, you could say that if it's not, you know, it, you know. Here's the thing. It could be. It's, it's not a sports movie, right. but it is for soccer teens. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a soccer teen's going to be like, ooh, time to watch a soccer movie. And then they're going to learn so much more than they ever expected. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. I have two answers. One is um, uh, teens that don't have friends from immigrant backgrounds, maybe. Um, mm. So they can, like, understand. Or, like, who 
whose like first reaction and I've like met people like this before who are maybe like on the younger side like maybe zoomers who are like oh that's so conservative like that's so fucking stupid and it's like I understand why that's your knee-jerk reaction like in 2022 but you like there's you know there's there's more if you grow up in a family like that you have to navigate it differently um and then my second answer is it's for the like girls on the soccer team at my school that like the school dropped their team and then they had to become a rec league which oh yeah they probably i should i should like hit them up and be like did you watch this (laughs) this one's for you (laughs) isa what are you watching these days that's not this i am watching a k-drama called 2125 (gasps) and it is it has a sports subplot it's actually about um fencing girls uh (gasps) during like the asian crisis so like the it is a plot point in the first episode that that the main character's fencing team gets cut because the school can't afford it whoa so so weirdly relevant uh it's it's great it's like well acted um fencing and and thoughtful yeah it's fencing fencing drama um i watched mother exclamation point and (gasps) i liked it Oh my god! Oh my god! Maybe I should watch. Have you ever seen it, ha- Isa? No. Isa Yap, have you seen it? It's it's very no, specific. It and seems scary. It is scary, but because it is so specific in what it's doing, and like so clearly not um, something like occurring in real life, I found it pretty mm. easy to to watch and like feel it's, separate um, from. It's Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yeah, she's so beautiful, and like she's just so gorgeous and so good at acting and so <laughs> nice to look at oh my god um it kind of i feel like that movie was kind of like memed a bit but like yeah I heard it was like actually pretty good um it is very funny to have like an exclamation point in the title um <laughs> i watched the first episode of the show industry that came out like a year ago that i really enjoyed mm. actually but so it's about um uh i wanted to say teens but no it's like fresh college <laughs> grads they're practically teens and like some of them look like it fresh college grads like all getting like a summer internship like a finance summer internship um to do like trading floor stuff uh in london and like they could be hired permanently after that summer so it's kind of a competition Mm. um and it's like well made and like the characters are really compelling and stuff but like unlike a show like (laughs) succession like i don't think it kind of like (laughs) gets into like how rotten like Mm. inherently like the industry is it's kind of more of like let's see if this girl will succeed like, against it. all odds. And I'm kind of like, okay, but like, do I want her to? Right. We're <laughs> like, maybe, like genuinely rooting for the girl boss. <laughs> yeah. 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 Earnest girl but it, boss. I mean, I say that, but like, I've only watched one episode, so maybe it changes. And then also like, it still does it in a way that's fairly compelling. Cause there's like different personalities. Like there's a, there's also a guy that everyone like says is hot that I don't think is hot. So I, Jane, I would like to get your opinion. Me too. Um, <laughs> Like they describe him as a whole snack in the show, well, or, or among there's the one audience. in the show. But it is one. There's one American character, and then all the rest are like from London. Um, if you're less and, hot, are you like yeah. a bite of a snack or like what, half one pretzel? Like <laughs> I don't know, partial <laughs> partial snack. Anyway, thank you so much, Isa, for watching this with us. I was happy to watch it again, and also. Yeah, I think you're right that it gives you a lot to chew on <laughs> if you're from a more conservative culture. <laughs> yes, yes. Doing doing many things. I agree it is ripe for a remake and I'm a little scared, but we'll see. 20 yeah, years. Not the fear that I do. 
<laughs> I do. It's been 20 years, so that's <gasps> right about the right time. Um, oh, Isa, is there so anything funny. you would like to plug? Um, Not particularly. Feel free to buy my book again. I'll yeah! keep that. <laughs> not to be confused with um, Never Have I Ever, the show. The show. <laughs> it is also Never Have I Ever, colon stories. You can get it. Okay, okay, yeah. Bookseller. Yeah. Awesome. Jane, do you want to mention what the upcoming movie is? It is Work It. Starring with, Sabrina with? Carpenter, playing just like an average girl, <laughs> just a normal girl. We've come full circle, and we're back to Sabrina Carpenter. Didn't this movie come out pre pre pandemic, and we watched it? Maybe I watched it with my parents. <laughs> Do your parents like teen movies? No. Have they watched other teen movies with you? No, they watched all the boys, and they liked that. Oh, yeah, my parents watched all of those together. That's without cute. Me, which is interesting. Isa, do you feel like you watch movies with your parents that you would watch? Like the same kinds of movies you would watch? Or like, is it more like they pick the movie they want to watch? It's it's really hard. I can watch a lot of movies with my mom. She has like, she's, I watched To All the Boys with her. She oh. likes animated movies a lot. If my dad comes into the picture, it's really hard. Like the last time we were trying to find a movie to watch, nothing would please mutually everyone because he likes Mm. war movies and bloody stuff (laughs) then we ended up watching top gun so So perfect a movie for the original one or the new one the original one which i had never seen so (gasps) yeah and then we watched the new one the next week oh that is really um helpful to know because last week on our episode we talked about how i've never been in a situation of just watching movie with mom um oh interesting it's awkward because, like, well, if, a, if a kissing scene starts happening that <laughs> evolves into a sex scene, you're just like, weird, like, should I cover my <laughs> eyes right now? <laughs> Not that I need to, but, you know, it's just like I dead actually, silence. Yeah. I feel scenes. like the last time, I feel like maybe the last time that happened to me, my mom was just, like, actively just, like, on her phone during the movie. Yeah. And I thought she wasn't, like, paying attention to the sex scene. And, like, our whole family was in the room, which is, like, embarrassing. But she, um... I thought she wasn't paying attention, so I was like, okay, good. She's not noticing there's a sex scene. And then, like, the character said something or something, and it was, like, an affair. Like, it was a married character. And she was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> she just, like, doesn't approve of when people have affairs in movies. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Issa, um, thank you so much for coming on. And um, for this being a movie 20 years, 20 years ago, but still holding up. You got to do a good one. That's not beastly. Thanks for having me. (laughs) That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review. And please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to get some support, especially if you would like to pick a movie for us at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod okay we will see you next time under Under the the bleachers